This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. Hey, welcome everybody to another Drink of Ages radio show. I am your host, John Denman. This is your weekly craft beer, which at this point, it's just good beer. It's just better beer. Your weekly better beer show, your weekly badass music show, and just a good time for everybody to hang out, talk about different things, talk about some different beers, and uh, sample some stuff. Hope you guys are out there enjoying yourself and drinking something good, something pretty tasty like some Dragon's Milk from New Holland Brewing Company, which happens to be the sponsor of this episode of Drink of Ages, New Holland's Brewing Company. New to Texas, they've been here for about a month, but if you haven't tried the Dragon's Milk, you need to go out there and get it. It's 11% bourbon barrel stout. People say that's like a winter beer. No, I mean, that's an any time of the year beer because it is fantastic. Go out there and try some. It is uh, in package and in draft all over the place. And if you happen to miss any of the shows and you want to go back and listen to the wonderful old episodes of Drink of Ages, even going back to three years ago, Maybe. It might be online. But, yeah, we've been doing this show for three years. Uh, you can see how far we've come, which isn't really very far. <laughs> but <clears throat> you can go on iTunes, Drink of Ages radio show. You can find it there. You can go to drinkofages.com, and you can listen to them there as well. But uh, tonight's going to be a fun show because we're not talking about beer. We're talking about another fermentable, delicious beverage. So we're going to talk about some ciders. We're going to talk uh, several different types of ciders with Austin East Ciders hanging out here. And, which I didn't even mention, this is the first show that we're doing at the Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive, right there at Dallas. The uh, used to be Growler's Beer and Wine to Go is now the Drink of Ages Pub. First show that we're doing live here. So stop by and hang out and have a beer with us or cider. Because Austin East Siders is hanging out, and our music guest tonight is Chemo for Emo. You guys are going to like them. They've been around for a little while, playing some good little punk music in Houston. They are going to play some acoustic stuff in between the breaks, so be ready for that. But let's talk some Austin East Siders. We have Blair Horler, Preston Nickens, and Mallory Weaver hanging out. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Did I get everybody's last name right? You Close did. enough. You good enough. Good enough. Especially the kiwi. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Very good. Well done on the kiwi. Yeah, the Blair Horler. There you go. Yeah. You know, I've been working on that accent. But as we were talking earlier, my accents sound like a mad Japanese guy, <laughs> no matter which accent I'm trying to do. Oh, yeah, he just a, keeps his vitamins in his garage. It go. does. It's, it. it's a... So... Let's talk some ciders, because uh, I'm having some hop cider. We're going to get into the different ones that, you, that you're making over there, because, uh, well, first, what exactly is cider, and how is it made? Uh, it's not beer. It's basically glorified white wine, if done right. Instead of white grapes, it's apples. 
treat it the same, ferment it the same, slow cold, good white wine yeast, and uh, yeah, just get happy inside her. Kind of an adult apple juice. Absolutely. Yeah. Apple a day. <laughs> yeah, you honestly probably are. There's a big health benefit to drinking ciders. Well, it appeals to that crowd out there that has gluten problems, so they can go away from the omission, which is the standby. And with the release of the hop cider, now uh, you would never know that the base was cider. So, yeah. the uh, let's talk about the cidery. Is that? You guys are cideries, right? Correct. Okay, Correct. just making sure I'm getting all my terminology correct because yeah, this is this is a this is a real legit show, it's and I want to sound yeah. I want to sound like I know what I'm talking <laughs> about. So well educated. So well educated. Uh, so you guys are using several different types of apples, correct? This is correct. Yes. And and is there a particular reason for that? Absolutely. So if you were to go in the store, and you were to get your basic Concord or Thompson seedless grapes, take it home and try to make wine out of it, it's not gonna be good because that's not the proper fruit. Same thing with apples. You have all your wonderful culinary dessert apples out there at the store. Well, pretty much one dimensional. They're gonna give you that sugar bomb, but very one dimensional. The best cider apples are your spitters and scrumpies like your crab apples. You take a bite out of it, you spit it out because it's just no sugar, tannin overload, and that makes the best cider. And those apples are hard to come by. Where exactly are you getting your apples from? Oh, across the big ocean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just shipping them in from, uh, from Europe? Is that what's going on? We do, and we do um, mix a little bit of stateside with it as well but we we have a pretty happy proportion and i think that's what gives us our tannin balance our ability to ferment it out and it's more like a white wine than a sugar bomb now the the owner of austin east ciders he is from overseas correct he is he's from bristol the apple cider capital of the world a lot of people would disagree but they grow some pretty nice apples over there. I was reading an, an article about, about you guys, and there was an interview with them. And basically, for a long time there in Bristol, there really weren't any cideries at all. Even though people were making cider, nobody... Well, okay, there were cideries, but nobody was really drinking it there. Well, they were drinking it and not sending it away. Okay. Because it was so good. Yeah. But yeah. We've, been, we've been fortunate enough to source some of those apples and uh, it, it shines through in our ciders like like nobody's business it's, they're definitely delicious I know that um, whenever you started distributing here in Houston because well you guys aren't very old first of all we're still I considered in our infancy yes yeah what did you open up two years ago three when, when did you guys yeah two to three years ago the idea came about about four or five years ago from from both Mark King and, and Ed Gibson, and Ed is the Englishman, and, and he got together with Mark, who's got a great um, background in craft beer and, and, and in the beer industry, and, and indeed with, with uh, other spirits also, like uh, Jim Beam, and um, they kind of created Austin East Cider, saw a need for a craft cider, 
um, saw the growth potential inside her and um, and Austin was the uh, was the location chosen of course and and it was about three years ago that it was really launched into the market yeah yeah and when uh, the first one that I had from you guys was the just the um, original yep. and it was just fantastic and then the Texas honey came out and that one all of a sudden that's what I found in my refrigerator walk in come home and look in the refrigerator and there's you know four pack of Texas honey well that's because my wife really enjoys it as well so she's very happy that we have it on tap here <laughs> and the the text messages right when I'm closing bring home 32 all right I'll bring home some I'll bring home a 32 all right we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna listen to some chemo for emo and when we get back we'll talk more ciders with Austin East ciders drink a bay just stay tuned Hi, this is Larry. I'm with Chemo for Emo. This song is called The Straight Line. Street 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 line.
One of my favorite places to go just got better. Rudyard's Pub on Wa. You need to go check out their new tap towers. 20 local lineups, 8 national crafties, 8 imports and ciders, 5 fancy pans, specialty brews, 1 mead, and 1 cold brew coffee tap, plus a newly designed cocktail menu. Still have all your favorites on the menu for lunch and dinner. And don't forget about Chef Joe Appa's world-famous monthly beer dinner happening the last Thursday every month. 2010 Wall Drive, RudyardsPub.com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK. That's D-R-I-N-K at adamandeve.com. What's up, everybody? This is John from Drink of Ages Radio Show, and a local brewery for you to go out and try is from Cycler's Brewing Company. It is the 5511 Double Red L. What makes it a double? 7.9% ABV does. What makes it red? Well, actually, the roasted moss that they're used is what gives it the red color. 5511 is a medium-bodied beer that balances well with the piney bitterness from the hops. Available in 12-ounce cans and also on draft at your favorite places. Don't forget to tune in to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. right here on ESPN 97.5. Hey, Drink of Ages, we are back on, and I'm your host, John Denman. We are talking with Austin East Ciders, and let's talk about some of the ciders specifically now, because uh, we're drinking the Hot, which is one of the new ones that you guys just came up with. It is a very clean, very refreshing drink. It has a good little slightly citrusy but minty finish with the hops, and it just goes down very nicely. Well, thank you. That's awesome to hear. <laughs> we can hear that all day long. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a wrap. Yep. But no, it is. It's a, it's a, I've, I've had several other hop ciders that people have brought in, and they're like, oh, man, it's a hop, so you need to try this, because then people know that I like hops, but it just they don't play well together. And some of the other ciders I've had, just it just doesn't finish well, where this one finishes really clean, Tastes very good, and it's something uh, very sessionable, especially as we get lots and lot warmer here in Texas. Uh, it's just fantastic cider. Well, thank you. I, uh, you know, East Cider thanks you for that. We we have such an eclectically wonderful group of people from all walks of life that can contribute all their wealth of knowledge. When when we approached the premise of putting out a hop cider. I, as far as my opinion was, I didn't want over the board, you know, water off a pine tree. Cause I think a lot of the IPAs out there right now are just so polar. It's only for a certain demographic. I really didn't have the knowledge of hops per se. So it was put out to the consensus of the group. We found some wonderful hops 
both bitter and aromatic and found that happy balance to be able to get to that threshold of not too much that's going to hit both the high lovers of IPA and the low lovers of it and the bottom line was it turned out wonderful and it's gluten free. I think that's that's a huge push on a demographic of people who have to deal with the omissions out there that can't enjoy a good beer because of gluten. Well, you would never know that the base is cider. You drink it, think it was a beer, and that's exactly what we wanted. So, and at a nice five percent too. Absolutely. Yeah, when the the Texas the Texas honey, uh, I thought that one was. I mean, it's a, it's a very smooth and, and not overly sweet like a lot of ciders are. That one, I, I was surprised by the ABV only being like 5.2%. Is that well, what it is? We, we try to hit right about 5. I mean, we have a you know, 0.6 deviation. We can go either way with you know Big Brother looking at us all the time and paying excise tax. I'm not going to get into that. But, you know. It's a whole nother show. Oh. That's, a, that's more of a rant than, than a show. Hey. You know, (laughs) damned government revenue, they need it somehow, and they come after us. So we have to keep our ducks in a row, and we will pump it out at five. We say it's five, it's going to be five, and so that's that. But the honey, you know, what is awesome is you're going to see Texas honey on the can. And damn it, that's what it is. It is Texas honey. Good old Baytown, Texas is where we source it. We're very prideful that it is wildflower, it is thistle honey, right here in the Lone Star State. We put it on the can, we put it in the can, and shoot, throw a little bourbon in there and it gets even better. Or whiskey, or um, just drink it yeah, straight. Yeah, I haven't tried that yet, but I'm thinking... <laughs> we didn't bring any of that for you. So. No, no. Um, <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, that that uh, I might be taking a sixty-four ounce home. And, <laughs> so, but that's uh, the glorious cider. It's such a wonderful base that even the original. Throw some orange juice in there, and it will be the best mimosa you've ever had. Hell of a lot cheaper than champagne. Has all the tiny bubbles, and uh, you get your vitamin C. And uh, uh, imagine not quite the headache that from like you get from the champagne. That is that's, that's the worst. That's what we pride ourselves on is the fact that predominantly our ciders are two-thirds less the sugar load because extra sugar means your poor kidneys, means you can't drink that much because it's so filling, and those damn hangovers. So happy balance again. You don't need those empty calories, and it's, it's pretty unbad cider. We're talking with uh, Austin East Ciders hanging out right now and <clears throat> sampling we do have the hop cider that we were talking about earlier but the in the texas honey but you guys still have the original then that one uh was that the the, the i mean it's the original so was that the first recipe that you guys came up with that you wanted to really put out there for production well the gold top was probably our flagship starter yes and that was a collaboration between master cider maker in the UK taken totally bitter sharp bittersweet apples putting together it indigenous in wooden vats and you know kind of leaving it to nature's discretion well we would get that and then we would take those same apples ferment them on site 
in stainless steel and bona fide hybridized good old-fashioned white wine yeast strain and you know ferment it out in a controlled environment and then marry the two together and it was beautiful it had a little bit of a little bit of bread in there a little bit of barnyard but I think that carried over like a great European wine would with just a little bit goes a long way but that has since gone away but we are utilizing the gold top in-house now for a barrel aged resin it. Uh, so. that was going to be my next question is when are we going <laughs> to see some of these ciders you know putting barrels because that can bring out a lot of interesting flavors absolutely we have we have st croix rum barrels treaty oak right outside austin has been kind enough to let go a few of their rum their whiskey and probably shouldn't say this but we got a gin barrel and so we are going to age this gold top in that and throw in some botanicals in there and so about every four or five months we're going to come out with such a wonderful small batched you know we may carry it to 11 percent sell it in an eight dollar glass sniffer but you're going to get what you paid for and i think with that extraction you know the tannins the polyphenols that come out of the barrels you could damn near put that in a bottle, slap a cap on it, and it will age like a red wine. Oh, man, we're talking gin and with, mixed with the cider. That that would be, yeah, getting the, the wood, the juniper, all that in there. We don't mess around it either. That would be pretty fantastic. <laughs> I almost want to just, like, you know, just put a little shot in it and just uh, let's see what it tastes like. That'll be for the next show. <laughs> so. Or tonight. Or tonight. <laughs> all fear. Yes. <laughs> I do. I, I have a bottle of the Whitmire's. Whitmire's, their, their gin, which if you guys have never tried that before, you need to go out there and get it because it is fantastic. It's a delicious. Whitmire's is making some good stuff. But back to the side. Actually, no, let's take a break. That's what we need to do is take a break because my pint glass is getting low, and we're going to hear some more of Chemo for Emo. And when we get back, we're going to talk about a new product that you guys have coming out about to hit the market. That has pineapple in it. Yummy. Yummy. <laughs> All right, drink of ages. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Larry Phoenix. My name is Jake Rawls. My name is Brian Gibbs. We're Chemo for Emo. This next song is called No Tell. Burn 
playground for the fiends It's a no-tell, motel The devil's own recipe It's a recess for the wicked A playground for the fiends Tap Brewery, Houston's newest brewery and tap room. Actually, it's Houston's newest air-conditioned brewery and tap room. Located 10622 Hirsch Road, just 15 minutes north of downtown. Look for Boomtown Blonde, Tool Pusher Pale Ale, Hopper House Double IPA, and Honey Hole ESB on tap around town. But you definitely need to stop in the tap room for a beer and a burger. Tap room is open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. SpindleTapBrewery.com. Get all your information you need. Hey everybody, this is John from Drink of Ages, and a great beer you need to go try is Sweetwater 420 Extra Pale Ale. This tasty West Coast style Pale Ale drinks an easy 5.7% ABV and goes perfect while sitting by the grill listening to the steak sizzle. Grab a pint or pick up a six pack all over town and check them out at sweetwaterbrew.com. Listen Fridays at 9pm on ESPN 97.5 for more beer talk and live music on Drink of Ages radio show. If you'd like to market your business to the craft beer community, please contact Drink of Ages at 832-617-0201. That's 832-617-0201. Or message us at facebook.com slash drinkofages. Find us on Twitter at hashtag drinkofages. And get all contact and podcast info at drinkofages.com. 
Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise? Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cash Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out cashbranding.com. Alright, Drink of Ages, we are back. I am John. We're still hanging out with Austin Eastsiders. And good thing is we are sampling a new product that you guys have coming out within the you know, next month or so. And this is the pineapple cider. Yep, we added cider to pineapple. That's better than pineapple to cider. <laughs> so I mean it's just Yeah. No, I mean, when I remember in, in high school those days, uh, no, wait, it was after I was 21. That was the that, that, Yeah, we would put the vodka and add it to the pineapple, the watermelon, and all that, and it made it really good. So I can see adding the cider to the pineapple would be pretty tasty. But what we're drinking is your pineapple cider, where you, you did put pineapple. Is this a fresh pineapple that went in there? I mean, because it's not, like you were talking about earlier, uh, and how we were discussing like the sweetness of ciders and uh, you, you don't like really sweet ciders you want people to be able to drink them and this one here has a good pineapple flavor without being syrupy without having the overly sugar just ridiculous amount where you can sit there sitting by the pool and enjoy quite a few of these that that's exactly correct we we wanted to reach that threshold where you perceived it you smelled it you taste it but not all those empty calories and the pineapple it's kind of funny because in actuality it's one of the most beneficial fruits out there there are so many wonderful enzymes in pineapple that make it such a you know we're talking cancer research is being based on a lot of pineapple attributes right now it's got so much going on and it takes so little to come across, and that's the beauty of it. Just, just really, what it does for ham alone is the oh benefits yeah. for what it does for ham is amazing. But I challenge all you listeners out there. I've tried it. You cannot physically eat a whole pineapple. You will get sores in your mouth. So that's a great party trick. It's yeah. like, hey, dude, eat that whole pineapple. They won't. And they'll be like salivating, crying towards about two-thirds of the way through. And that's just when it starts getting funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Throw a little vodka in it. They might finish it, but yeah, that's... Uh... No, this is this is really good. Is this going to be in the... Because you guys do the 16-ounce cans. Is that pretty standard for all your packaging? For now it is, yeah. We, um, we're exploring, and soon we will have uh, six-pack 12-ounce cans available uh, of, of all of our varieties, the original, the Texas Honey, the Hopped, and the soon-to-be May-launched Pineapple. Um, 
There'll be 12 pack, 12 ounces out there as well of both original and Texas honey. Um, so both uh, sizing sizes will be available uh, for all of the markets that we serve so far. Um, in Houston, obviously, um, we have two distributors here, HDC and, and Faust. They do a terrific job for us. And um, so we're excited to see the six pack 12s coming out in the middle of the next quarter. Yeah, I mean, 16 ounces are great. Uh, but when you can get kind of keep the same price point and put them out there in six packs, then you know people people like the little twelve ounce cans as well. So now you can hide them better. You can yeah you can. <laughs> they they fit better in koozies. So you know you don't really know. And especially with like your labels, uh, uh, like the 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 honey Texas honey has got the white top. So you know in a koozie, it could be I don't know what it could be. Cream I don't soda. cream soda yeah. Right. <laughs> What are you saying, officer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just eating pineapple. <laughs> That's all. But no, it's um, this pineapple is is very good, and you guys did a great job on that one as well. I haven't had any ciders from you guys that I, that I did not like, and ciders are one of those things that still I feel like. <sighs> it's kind of like, are you manly enough to walk up to the bar and order a cider, and I think, you know, if you are manly enough, you can walk up to the bar and order a cider because if the Irish rugby football team can go get hammered drinking ciders and then go play rugby and yeah. tear up a whole town, then, uh, <laughs> you know, certainly myself should be able to enjoy a cider and not even think twice about it. And plus, on this, yeah, at the same time, you just drink what you like. Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing a lot of um, you know trends changing. Obviously, the millennials are drinking a lot of cider. A lot of guys are now drinking cider, choosing to drink cider, um, as well as enjoying you know a lot of the other drinks out there. And so, for us, that's an exciting time because the category is growing at a rate that is um, out of control, really. And uh, for Austin East ciders and the product that we produce, that's neat for us because we feel we're a lot different for a lot of reasons that we've talked about tonight than, than a lot of the mass-produced guys. And um, to your point, you know, a lot of guys and gals out there don't really enjoy cider, but ours is really striking a positive note with them, and that's neat for us, certainly moving forward. Definitely. Uh, now, you guys are on the east side of Austin, which, you know, the name kind of implies it wouldn't make sense if you weren't, but, I mean, it's a great Sweet name. Yeah. It's like, oh, we screwed you guys over. We're on the west side. Yeah. Suck it. Suck it up. You got to go drive across Austin now, and nobody really wants to do that. Uh, but <clears throat> you guys have tours and tap room where people can come drive out there and hang out with you guys? Well... <laughs> that that is in the works we have absolutely painted ourselves into a corner at our current location we simply can't make enough so it's a good problem to have so we've gone from roughly a three and a half four thousand square foot facility and we're going to be launching a thirty five thousand square foot facility that's a little extra elbow room <laughs> well it's 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 going to allow us to uh batch up you know, bring on a few more people, which is great job security for them, and just um, try to keep up with demand because, uh, you know, everybody likes cider and they want a little bit more, and we want to reach out to a little bit more people, and to do that takes bigger tanks. And uh, really looking forward to that move. 
So uh, we'll see what, how that develops. You'll notice that the pineapple is, is fairly cloudy. Well, that's, that's a conscious choice that we made that people are actually going to see that we use authentic ingredients. Just like our hop cider is going to have just a little bit of a, a green tint. And that's, that's not extracts. That's the real deal. And that's something that we pride ourselves in all the way from the top of our business to the bottom is authenticity, uh, keeping true to we say what we do, we do what we say, we use authentic ingredients, and um, we'll just keep doing that in bigger vessels now. Well, it definitely comes across in the flavor so and the taste. I mean, it is, like I said, the, the ciders are, every one of them that you guys make are, are very just, if you want to call it average, then you guys are well above average for for all of them. Uh, it's, the it's Texas honey. Team. Yeah, it's it's they're they're great. I mean, you got a guy that grew up there, one of the founders of it that he grew up in the middle of cider country and brought it to Austin. Absolutely. We have we have people with biology degrees. We have Cicerones on our team. It's it's an eclectic group of wonderful people and you know, when great minds come together in a round table, sky's the limit. And as, as far as tours go, uh, if you guys keep up with our website and our Facebook and our Twitter, um, we should be in the quarter three. So June, July, and into August opening our current facility, which is where we're doing all of our production at, will become our tasting room and small batch facility. And that's where our tours and, and all the enjoyment is going to come out of. So just keep up with us on social media as far as when that's going to open, and that's where the tours are going to happen. And stop by Drink of Ages Pub because we have um, two taps of cider, so we're beating most other people. The best cider out there too, John. <laughs> yes. Quality craft cider from Texas. <laughs> yep. All right, well, Blair, Preston, Mallory, Austin East Cider, thanks for coming and hanging out on Drink of Ages. Thanks for having us. Thanks yep. so much for Thanks everything. for bringing that pineapple too. That was pretty damn tasty. You got any vodka thrown in? Uh, I legally can't say that because um, uh, TABC laws. That... It would have been good to have vodka to throw in there. Maybe next time. <laughs> Maybe next time. Yes. Uh, we'll do our TABC rant uh, here shortly during break. All right. Drink of ages. We'll be right back. Hey, good beer drinkers. John from Drink of Ages Radio Show with a badass beer for you to try. New Holland's Brewing Company, Dragon's Milk. This barrel-aged out comes in at a moderate 11% ABV and 31 IBUs. Aged in bourbon barrels, this beautiful beer has a roasty malt character with vanilla notes as the bourbon and oak rounded out. New Holland Brewing Company is new to Texas, and I highly recommend getting you some. Listen to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. right here on ESPN 97.5 for more beer and more music. The conspiratorial forces at Southern Star Brewing are alleged to have focused their energies on a well-defined objective, the delicious West Coast-style IPA. Conspiracy Theory is a new year-round 6.5% IPA brewed with Amarillo, Simcoe, Centennial, and Galena Hops. Let the existence of Conspiracy Theory IPA be proven in your glass or pick up a 360 can. Get ready to bring in the badass weather also with the Spring Pills, a new seasonal from Southern Star. Stop by the new brewery with open tap room every Friday, Saturday, and now open on Sundays. SouthernStarBrewing.com. 
Drink of Ages knows that craft beer fresh from the brewery comes in kegs, not bottles or cans. If you're not going to a bar tonight, take home a Growler, 64 ounces of kick-ass craft beer. At Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, they fill your Growler with a revolutionary system that keeps oxygen out and all the fresh, delicious goodness in. Keep your favorite beer fresh for an entire year, assuming you don't open it and drink it. The freshest craft beer in Houston is at Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, 1005 Wad Drive. Hops are sexy. Welcome back, craft brew lovers, to Drink of Ages. Hey, right, Drink of Ages, we're back on, and man, we are now hanging out. Woo! God, I think the. Uh, I'm not saying the Austin East Siders that uh, Hop Cider has really taken its toll yet, but um, it is pretty excellent. But now we are hanging out with Chemo for Emo. Hi. Yeah. Hey. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Man, good to have you guys hanging out here at the Drink of Ages Pub. Uh, we have Larry, Brian, and Jake. Yep, it's us. All right, so you guys uh, were playing some acoustic stuff in between the breaks. Uh, do y'all normally play acoustic things? Never. No, we actually just started last night. Yeah, whenever uh, whenever uh, David, I guess he's one of your little cronies, he asked us to do it and told us it was acoustic. We're like, well, we should probably um, practice this a little bit. So, no, we typically we don't. Yeah, because I hadn't uh, heard anything from you guys acoustically. So, it was actually, was I mean, you guys played a little badass songs on here. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, that, was, that was our first attempt at uh, taking it down a notch. And I felt like um, we did it. Well, I mean, yeah. you, it, for it the took, it took some of the the Austin East Siders to do it. it it's a little convincing, you know. The uh, the ciders it, it definitely helps to get you in the mood to do things you might not. I'm just taking it to a whole nother tangent here. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Were you gonna say do things you wouldn't normally do? Do things you normally wouldn't do, but but I know what we were talking about earlier before we went to before we actually came Are back you? on air, and that's uh, decided that it would probably be best not to bring up corn cobs and uh, I would just other like conversations to, oh that uh, we were having. I would just like to say that we don't have any inhibitions normally. <laughs> it doesn't take alcohol. It just takes a lot of other things. Brian and I are sharing a mic, by the Why way. Why are we whispering? We're not whispering. We're just choking up on the mic. Okay. If you get really up close and personal with the mic... It, it, we, we call yeah. it intimacy yeah, with the listener. Yeah, it appreciates it. Br Brian refuses closest. to take, take off his sunglasses, so I don't know if he's being time. serious right now Do you see how not? close we are? We're talking in one mic right now. I feel like this is the modern-day milkshake. I feel like... Like one, two straws, one milkshake. Yep. Don't it's say two girls, one cup. I, I know that's what to. you're about to say. You were about to say that. I wasn't. I was going to kiss you. Okay. On the lips. Okay. All right. So let's talk music for a second. Sure. Um, you guys started 10, 12, 13. Yeah, 13 we have some old yeah, origins. Yeah. yeah. 2003. 2003, yeah. When you guys got together, uh, started playing some good little punk rock music around Houston. And then, then what happened? You guys kind of disappeared for a little bit. And yeah, we uh, <laughs> we 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 came out with an EP in '05, then came out with a full length in '06, and toured with that for a little bit and promoted that for a while, and then I actually played some pretty kick-ass shows. Yeah, we 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 did well for a few years, yeah. and then things kind of 
fell apart. I think what yeah. happened is we lost some momentum. We, what happened was we were nominated for like Houston Press Best Punk like four five, four or five times in a row, and we played like the big shows, and it just wasn't happening. We didn't win, and and I, I think the type of punk we were playing just wasn't really catching on, and. It, you know, it, we weren't getting the response we wanted. We and, got into magic when we right, pulled a Houdini I, act. I think at one point around like 2008, 2009, I, me personally, like I, I felt like I thought we had just grown too stagnant. We weren't growing an audience. Our songs weren't working, and so I, I, I quit out of frustration. And then, and then I, I, eventually, our drummer did too. And so, so we had like about a three, four year hiatus. So, um, but then, yeah, and then you know, uh, I, I ended up playing with a, a friend that I went to high school with. His name's Mike Terror and uh, played in that band for him. He asked me to come in and, and play, and I had some fun with that. We played some big shows, and what it comes down to is, you know, Brian, Brian here has been my best friend for about 22 years. I've known Brian since grade school, and... Hey, that's me. Hey, hey guys. And, uh, you know, this, this band really is my heart. The lyrics are my heart, this music is, and I wanted to get, literally, the band back together. And I wanted to do the thing that I loved, and uh, everybody matured. Everybody, yeah, a lot. everybody got to be better musicians. Everybody took it a lot more seriously, and all the problems we kind of had before disappeared. So we said, you know what? Let's just let's just get together and play. And a couple years ago, we did that, and kind of haven't stopped since. Right? I would I would like to interject here. Um, we didn't mature. <laughs> you didn't mature. <laughs> Brian became a much better bass player, but Brian hasn't matured. Um, but and, yeah, we, we worked yeah. out some personal issues. Like, because I know that whenever I, I quit, what two thousand eight, whenever it was, like it, it, it honestly it wasn't on the best of terms. And, and like, I, but I think eventually we kind of, I overcame my issues. He overcame his issues. We, we all did. And I think that uh, we're able to ap approach problems like adults now and not like hey, there's that maturity. Not like snarling little children and stuff. Yeah, so, it's um, a little weird. The, the playful element's still there, of course. It has yeah. to be in, in in any kind of punk rock music, whether it's pop punk or, or anything. But uh, as far as the approach to songwriting, um, all of that is definitely different. But as far as the way we market ourselves, the way we play shows, the way we um, organize. Uh, just anything we do is completely different. It's I wouldn't say it's it's like a business, but it's very very focused. It's right. very much a priority in our lives now. And uh, you know, Jake's a marketing major. Mm -hmm. I've been in marketing and and uh, uh, you know, web design, graphic design, videography, and stuff for years. And so everybody kind of brings a different skill set to the table. Right. You know, and uh, Brian and Matt and Jake are the best musicians I've absolutely ever played with and light years beyond me. And so to be able to play with these guys who are my best friends is absolutely the best experience of my life. And to be able to kind of put this together and try to make it something special is, is just an incredible journey. And sure. so we're, we're definitely on a, a really, really good part of our, our, uh, our lives right now, yeah. I would say we, we have not yet peaked. I think we're still definitely yeah. on our way up. Yeah, we're talking with chemo for emo, but it's one of those things that, you know, you couldn't, for whatever reason at that time, 10 years ago, couldn't come together and gel like you guys are doing mm -hmm. now. You know, because right. of personal issues, everything else, but, you know, it waited a little bit. You guys came out with, uh, actually just released a Picture of Perfect Romance. Yeah, yep. back in February last yep. month. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was a that was a long time coming. Actually, it's a a yeah. story that developed years ago, and it kind of came to fruition over the last twelve months. Um, songs that we've kind of perfected and worked out the kinks for over the last yeah. two years, and uh, just just like the band, it, they kind of matured. Sure, and even and even then, the album took quite a long time not just the story itself necessarily but we actually recorded the album twice three mm -hmm. times three well three times i guess yeah. if, if you want to be specific but yeah um you know i think about a year ago we entered a studio we spent a lot of money on it and then after we we spent all this time and all this money we're getting the mixes back and we're and we just we weren't satisfied with what we were getting back and i remember i remember being very defeated about it it was like if i release this and it took this long to come out like i don't know if i could live with my, live with myself because once you release an album either it's good forever or it's bad forever you know so we made a de the decision as band members to like, you know what, let's just cut our losses, go back to the studio with a new guy and knock this thing out. And we did. And you know, we have a product that we're very proud of. Yeah, and that goes back to uh, some of the problems that we used to have that kind of, that's not there anymore is everybody kind of had a, a small town, small mind mindset, which is we're this and we're only this 10 years ago. Now everybody, brings a different idea to the table and we all listen and we wanted this album to be big the production if we wanted synths in our album 10 years ago i would have said i would have said no because it doesn't sound like this this is not punk rock now i'm like yeah you want an accordion and a triangle bring it if it sounds Let's good we'll do, do it, it. That, yeah. that's kind of the attitude we have so and that's why i think um we're able to do what we're doing now and right and we're able to carve out our own little niche i think one yeah. one of my biggest challenges as a musician i think in punk rock is a lot of artists, even ones that I really like, often sound similar to other artists. So I think finding our little spot in the genre that we can differentiate ourselves, I think that's really important for us. And I think, I think we've done that with this album, too. Yeah, I agree. I think you guys have a very unique sound, and it sounds good. Thank you. Thank appreciate you. that. Appreciate uh, that. Uh, websites, uh, more information about you guys, man. How can everybody find you? Uh, I would say best place to look for us right now is probably our Facebook page. It's updated constantly. Our Instagram. Um, right. You can always find us on there. You can preview our album for free at, at our Bandcamp page. You can go to Bandcamp.com and search our name, and you can preview for free. We're also on Spotify. If you mm -hmm. like us enough to buy it, you know we're on iTunes, Google Play, all, all those other, uh, pretty much any outlet, musical outlet, we're, we're on there. So Yeah, definitely. Uh, and guys, appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh, the Drink of Ages Pub, man. First show done here. First band that's ever played in here. Yeah, thank you thank very you. much. Thanks we had a blast. Us. We had a blast. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to wrap up the show. And, man, at that point, probably just hang out and have a few more. Sounds awesome. Great. All right, Drink of Ages. Be right back.
Music segment sponsored by Spindle Tap Brewery. Look for their beer on tap around town or just go get some at the tap room. SpindleTapBrewery.com. All right, everybody. This is the last segment of Drink of Ages. And real quick, just want to thank everybody who came to hang out for the first Drink of Ages here at the Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive. Might as well start plugging myself a little bit. Uh, man. Austin East Ciders, making some fantastic ciders. A pineapple, be on the lookout for that. And if you haven't tried any of theirs, the honey, the hopped, man, they're, they're, they're just excellent. Very, very tasty and, and highly recommend going out there and get it. This hop cider, oh, man, it has been it has been really good for the show, I do think. And Gimo for Emo was our music guest tonight. Uh, good to see them back playing some badass music. Go out there, listen to them, buy some of their stuff, and support local music. Support support bands that you like around town. There's so many music venues now around Houston, Austin, Dallas. Just, uh, man, everybody's, you need to get out there and go see some live shows. A couple things, though. Wild West Brewfest is happening April 23rd, Katie Mills Mall. You definitely don't want to miss this one. Over 500 beers going to be out there. It's going to be one. It's, it's a hell of a time every year, and it's all for a very good cause. WildWestBrewfest.com. They donate all their profits to charities, local charities. Then the Houston Firkin Fest over at Hennessy Park next to St. Arnold. That is Saturday, April 30th. And, man, this one... This one's always, the last couple of years, you have a bunch of breweries making one-off beers, just special firkins, doing different things in cask. And you walk around, and you get to sample them. Uh, it's right there next to St. Arnold at the basketball court. So badass little place, fantastic beers. Uh, this is presented by the Texas Craft Brewers Guild and Brigadoon Brewery and Brew School. HoustonFirkinFest.com to get tickets to that. But... Again, man, want to thank everybody for hanging out. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Uh, everybody be safe out there, and I'll talk to you all next week live from Drink of Ages Brew Pub. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Be safe, Houston, and support the craft beer industry and your local homebrew supply store. 